season our second coming of you Christ. started two fucking seconds too early we're supposed to wait 10 seconds i've leveled up as an audio editor since then i don't need that many seconds anymore oh okay that's powerful welcome to the show every gamer it's me jacob i don't uh, think anything else needs to be said for our introduction no other no other explanations you all know of jacob actually that's probably true <laughs> Yeah, if you're, this, if you're this far in. Uh, but yeah, I am Vetla, and third person is Talus. Yep. Well, That's season me. two of our podcast. Starting um, off strong. What was it called again? <laughs> the eighth day podcast. <laughs> Were we going to change that for the, is it like the ninth no, day the now? Ninth. Or, just, or is it the sixteenth <laughs> day? Because it's the second. No, we're the eighth day, second coming of Christ. Um, okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. I have the same back. screen. For eight days, everyone's kind of tired of it. It's very blasé now. Yeah, kind. I didn't. I didn't really get that. up the blasphemy for this one. Yeah, well, huh? It's not I, new for us. No, it, it really isn't. I've had the same screensaver since 2014. I just realized. Wow, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, boy. I like to change things up i don't think i actually use a screensaver i think my screensaver is just my screen is black that's nice yep my desktop background is um it changes a lot i like to mix it up yeah Usually my desktop background is faces or noam chomsky my yeah my desktop background is a uh, picture of a uh, character from the uh, manga slash anime claymore which i really liked in 2014 <laughs> and have not changed for a while perhaps I, have, uh, I mean i still like i still like it i think it's a solid comic yeah. but like it's i don't know why i haven't changed it but honestly it's kind of comforting to look into the inhuman eyes of this uh demon slayer i do I close like my looking tabs. into inhuman eyes yeah nothing better than staring at a lizard it's true actually exactly There's such a sense of calm my okay, this is not a joke. My background on my uh, my computer's background is uh, a set of two pictures. It's a frog and a uh, I think a baboon, and they have such calm ex- expressions on their eyes. And really, oh. when I'm overwhelmed, I just take out all the I take off all the browser windows and everything, and I just look into the eyes of this baboon. I have seen the baboon. It's pretty good. The, it's pretty calming, isn't it? Yeah, you should share this in the in in, in the Discord. So I can behold it. Sh- yeah, I'll try and find it. Um, this thing. I. Uh, yeah, I. I think my my laptop that la- la- my laptop background is like what used to be a picture of your old room, Talus, in the back, like the upper corner of it, like the joining of the roof and the walls. My and old I, room. Do you yeah. mean my old room? Like. Where. 
Well, you sent me you sent me a screenshot of your camera where you oh were like playing on your bed, and you, 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 the top of your head was in the picture. Now it's you the mean, picture of me as a old, fish. Like, living my old living room from two years ago. Yeah, that was my that was my that was my background for a little while, and then it was. Uh, now it's a picture of me as a fish. What kind of fish? Uh, Kveta. Ah, I love that kind of fish. I'm going to have to Google this one. <laughs> Two seconds. Kveta på engelsk. Halibut. That's a solid fish. Yeah, I do know that one. I because, don't feel strongly about it. Because my name is Vetle, and you say Kveta, so the, the fish was called Kvetle. Oh my god, did you know did you know the etymology of halibut? What does it come from? Hale, holy, and butter, flat fish. <laughs> Why is it holy? Due to its popularity on Catholic holy days. Ah. Oh. Do you know the factoid about how they ruled that capybara are fish? No, who did? The, the Catholic like, Church. <laughs> On what grounds, Catholicism? Uh, yes, it has been declared that capybara is not meat but fish because they because they swim they swim around. It's I don't so think that, that's how that works. It's so you I don't can think that's how that works. It's like a common internet factoid everyone knows. But like, people like, swim. <laughs> a lot of things swim. Yeah, but people aren't semi-aquatic because you know you're not allowed to eat meat. But a lot of people in in places where capybara lived ate capybara okay that's fair uh also yeah. beaver muskrat and alligators holy shit this is my lent food alligator <laughs> these things are considered fish instead of meat god i would crush some halibut right now i'm starving i'm just looking at various recipes oh <laughs> guess who debated with the church to allow capybara meat on fridays during lent noam chomsky the bishop of quebec Oh shit! Wait, <laughs> Quebec, famously home to many yes. capybaras. <laughs> well, they also counted uh, beavers. Remember? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. True. Big. I'm going to share the picture. I think in the Discord now. I think some episode we should come up with more fish that you can eat, more meats that count as fish. Oh, I do like that one. A reclassification. Well, this is incredibly funny, this photo. Apparently, they also taste, uh, taste fish-like. I'll, I'll, oh, interesting. This photo will be the image for, uh, well, in, in the description of our episode, if I can make this happen. Oh, good. Yes, what I, kind of, I was about to ask. What kind of fish is that again? It looks like a capybara. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a halibut. They're very close. Similar. Wait, Jacob, you didn't say that it was... This was in the 16th century that this reclassification. Never mind. Another source is giving me 18th century. Yeah, it's 18th century. Okay. so 16th century would be very strange. Yeah. I feel like there wouldn't have been very much time to even be familiar with capybara. Tops 100 years. Yeah. So the capybara zone seems to have more accurate information than the San Diego Zoo. <laughs> I am on the capybara zone. Yeah. That's that's another D&D podcast. <laughs> I digress, but I think we should. I think we should talk a little bit what this rebranding for our second season means for us spiritually. More capybaras. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can support this hundred percent. 
Oh my god, halibut are huge! I didn't know they yeah. were that fucking big. Hey, if we if we need a fish expert for an episode, I could always ask my cousin who is what an ichthyologist. This is so big. What? Everyone at home, look up cap look up halibut, not capybara. Those are also <laughs> big. Look at how big they are. There's picture this guy this fish is bigger than the guy. Yeah. Uh, this this isn't strange to fish, me, fish but I big. know about these fish, so I didn't know that. Oh, I, it's, it's clear who's from fish fish culture in this in, in this, in this podcast. <laughs> I mean, Jacob's from Jacob comes from fish, not not <laughs> like North Atlantic <laughs> coastal fish culture. I was birthed I mean, by a fish. <laughs> What's I that think, a biblical story? I think Probably. the vibe for this new season, our second coming, should be going offline. Interesting. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. We're going to go. No, I mean, like, for example, I'm off Twitter for a month, and all I can think about is going to my cabin for a fishing trip constantly to the expense of my life. I will not go offline. Yeah, this comes at a rough time because I do have to go to a streamer house in exactly 20 days. Well, as long as, um, you're, not be, as, long as you're not on Twitter at the same time, you can emit to the online, but you can't receive. Oh, you can't receive any signals. Okay. Okay, this is interesting. That's a podcast. It's fine because we're emitting signals into the void. And we will hear no criticism. a chance to stare back at us. Okay, I like that. Wait, isn't it just that the void is staring back at us, but we're ignoring it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm into this, actually. I would not ignore it. Yeah, but you're a sensitive soul, Jacob. So, I say we get right into it. The workshop? I say we get into. The, I say we start getting our hands dirty, get into the workshop, fix yeah. some problems. Let's go to the fucking tool what shed. Are we talking about how our show has changed? Has it changed in any other way? It has changed in no such way that I can discern. It's except just we vibes, forgot, man. It's we just forgot vibes. what we said we would talk except about last episode, so now we're just going to pick something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah. Somewhat more feral, I think. Yeah, so, more yeah. unhinged. A little more unhinged. Impressive but that you. So managed have we that. all? Have we not? Podcast, uh, sp- major podcast sponsor HelloFresh has arrived in Norway, so we should all just fear our fear the end times for their coming. I oh, think no. we should start doing sponsorships without telling them. Without being paid? Well, they'll have to start paying us if we start I doing sponsorships. I don't think that's how that works. Let me check our email to see if we have gotten any emails about sponsors. Because <laughs> I haven't What's checked Bill since Gates? November. <laughs> George Soros wants us to indoctrinate the youth. Youth. <laughs> we were already going to do that. But. Okay, what's our what's our password again? I'll bleep it if you say it. I don't fucking know. Do you know that George Soros was raised in an Esperanto speaking family? Holy shit! No, I didn't. That's <laughs> why. You know, For that's a good purpose? question. Um, his mother. Ursabet came from a family that owned a thriving silk shop. His father, Tivadar, was a lawyer and a well-known Esperanto speaker who edited the Esperanto literary magazine Literatura Mondo and raised his son to speak the language. He's one of the like most famous native Esperanto speakers, or maybe his brother or something. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, we've That's got basically him. the only thing I know about him except for... He's a target of racists and very rich. We have received 26 emails on our 8th uh, Day podcast uh, email account. 
How many of them are in Esperanto? None. And none of them are about... Um, oh, it's like it, YouTube wants to talk about us about terms of service, as does Google, and some security things, because I've logged in from different devices. And most and rest is just rss.com talking to us about how to manage your podcast. Is your podcast on Stitchers? How to add podcast art? How to choose a name for your podcast? We have a name, thank you. <laughs> And it's not hard to spell or say at all. <laughs> I mean, totally uh, a friend not of mine ambiguous. Started calling it Ted's this uh, this uh, last oh, last fall. I kind of like that. These are our TED talks. <laughs> I totally not a brand already. Speaking of last fall, should we acknowledge the fact that? There will presumably be a strange gap between this, the first episode of season two, and the previous episode. I think there will actually be a strange lack of a gap. Yeah, well, no, that's what, the gap is unusual. Episode ten comes out came out in October. Episode eleven is going to come out a day before this episode or something, and then we'll drop this episode, start of season two. Uh, no, we. Uh, I think exam season and. Life got to us around November last year. Speak for yourself. I don't live. And I, I also started a, a second podcast at the time. Trader. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, can, you can plug your second podcast. Tell us all about it. I mean, yeah, sure. It's called. It's in Norwegian. It's called Yulpreik, and it's about Wheel of Time, the books and the TV show. That was too much. You can find us on the student radio accounts uh, <laughs> online on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify. Thumbs up. If you speak Norwegian, that is. Um, <laughs> I mean, just even if you don't speak Norwegian, just watch it. Yeah, you can you can listen to three people from different parts of Norway speak about you know speaking riddles about a uh, a TV show and a book series. I can attest, it's the best way to learn Norwegian. Yeah? Did you learn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Can we make this podcast Norwegian then? <laughs> Just pivot? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that would be a wild move to do, to release an entirely Norwegian episode. <laughs> the Norwegian episode, yeah. We should, we should do an extra episode sometimes. Jeg vil har en kopp kaffe. <laughs> Men hvis du har kaffe fra før av, så vil du vel ikke ha mer kaffe? Ja. Yeah. I don't want to try and say anything, because I know Norwegians that I know listen to this, and I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I embarrass myself every time I speak Norwegian on this podcast. I have gotten several comments that don't <laughs> sound like a person when I sw- switch from English on this podcast to Norwegian. Oh, no. Wait a minute. We won't stand for this kind of linguistic uh, hegemony here. This is a prescriptivist podcast. Hell no. yeah. You said the wrong one. No, you're right, I did. Shit. <laughs> this is, this is a... <laughs> no, Listen. you said that's our standpoint now. <laughs> no, wait, no. Wait a minute. I everyone, meant the other one. Wait everyone a minute. Everyone has to no, speak in Bergen Norwegian. They don't I'm... speak Bergen. No, no, no. Just... You, you, have, you have to speak in regional Halgland uh, <laughs> uh, small dialect language group of Middle Norway. Now, Jacob, here's the thing. If you're holding me to my definition of prescriptivism, anime glasses tilt 
aren't you the prescriptivist? Fuck. <laughs> I need to go reckon with this. I think I need to go lie down. Guys, aren't we? We're supposed to be in the workshop now. <laughs> so we're, we're listen, working. there's a Has long hallway to the workshop. We walked into the workshop a while ago. We've just been sitting around. Talking. I feel like we've gotten the, the little car at the workshop stuck perpendicular, like in uh, that one movie. Awesome I love powers. that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do like that movie. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's nice. Uh, I want to use the. I I really want to use the nice uh, theme song for the workshop. So I'll send this to the workshop right now. Workshop, you're just gonna edit it welcome. in, right? You're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's going to be there. Well, welcome to the workshop. This is the workshop. Have you not listened to the workshop? I thought you were gonna do "Welcome to the Jungle," Jacob. <laughs> welcome to the workshop. We got something that would be funny to say. No, apparently not. <laughs> I I haven't listened to it in like months, but I think the workshop song goes something like the workshop. <laughs> that is pretty good. That's, I hope it's that. I have also forgotten. And today, today in the workshop, we'll be workshopping a new theme for the workshop. That's a lie. No, we won't. We'll be uh, talking about how to improve vending machines. Yes. They're pretty good already, oh. frankly. Yeah, they are pretty good. I, I saw a Japanese vending machine for, jet, for Norwegian salmon recently. I have an issue with a vending machine. Oh, Which, which one? Any vending machine. You said a vending machine. Yeah. I'm living up to our prescriptivist standard and demanding. I'm going to – I'm coming to your house right now. <laughs> I can't believe I've done this. Okay. It'll I'm take even, you a while. Yeah. I'm not even taking any linguistics classes anymore. I'm a fraud. Okay. Here's my problem with vending machine. When you go to a – or when I go to a vending machine, I often spend – Probably about eight times the amount of time anyone should need to spend standing in front of the big snack box, just staring into its depths and wondering what I should do. There's, I'm, I'm paralyzed by the choice, and I think it's because all the items in vending machines are way too similar. Oh. Thoughts? I mean, speak for yourself. That does not match my experience of vending machines. It does match mine, but I like the weight. I like the deliberation. Can I, can I catch you with this angle, though? Every single slot on a vending machine should be a wildly different item. I kind of like this. I so do you like get, this. You get one chocolate bar, and then next to it, what's that? It's a pencil sharpener. And then <laughs> next to that, it's uh, what's a wildly different item? Oh, God. It's like an orange or something. <laughs> That's then, not that different. It's edible. So is the chocolate bar. There's only so many objects that could fit in a vending machine. I think... Well, they can, pack no. a, they can fit a pack of salmon in the vending machine in Japan. Pack of salmon. Now, how is this? Absolutely. Big vending machine, so you can put bigger stuff in it. Okay, like a car vending machine. Oh, how is this? All stores are now vending machines. Okay, I like this. Really cuts down on overhead. Now, I am a little worried that what you're describing uh, is perhaps the automation nightmare that would lead to uh essentially the end of the working class and i know that we could do like a, a fully automated luxury gay space communism with vending machines 
And actually, that's the name of my next novel coming out soon. But I am a little concerned that this level of automation would sort of end up in a, a capitalist Terminator hellscape. Now, how's this? All people are vending machines. Okay. Can you That's speak to that a little bit? How? <laughs> in this future, I'm envisioning people have evolved into vending machines. <laughs> I mean, that's basically how it works anyway. We've uploaded our consciousness into vending machines. And that vans our ideas into the marketplace of ideas. You're just describing mimetic theory with vending machines. Yeah, that's just kind of it. Can I? Language is a virus, but no, language isn't a virus. Language is a pack of jelly beans that you can get for three ninety nine. That's that's the linguist of the future. Is the language vending machine? Ooh, I have. What? I was on. just going to ask what you had. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I have some thoughts on the vending machine issue. Okay. okay. Let me start this off. My my main experience with vending machines as of today being... Now, what day is it? Of, so people can... uh, Sunday 13th of uh, February 2022. Approximately 10 in the evening in normal time. Um Afternoon for you, for for you for you people. Um, I have uh, my my experience with vending machines is mostly uh, the ones around campus at the University of Bayern. Not me. Yeah, they they there's just it's just expensive energy drinks and like snacks that cost way too much. Five dollars for like a small pack of crisps, vibes. Um. And they're also frequently out of stock, which is a nightmare. In my, that's just background on how I, how you could conceive me approaching a vending machine. In my, in my notebook here, uh, which I haven't used since 2019 until today, I have written three things and connected them with lines. The Salmon vending machine. Okay, I like this. <gasps> now. Fetler, are you thinking what it sounds like you're... Are you saying what it sounds like you're saying? I mean, that's, this is a real thing. There is such a thing as a salmon vending machine. Is it... Should... Can I can I hazard a guess at what it might be? What? Okay, you know how sometimes to get salmon over dams, they have to hook them up to big tubes? Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. right through. Can now I... This... I mean, could you just hook that up to a vending machine? I think you should. I think you should ferment that idea in the back of your mind because that's excellent. Hold on. Dial in like uh, three, four, eight. Uh, put in a crisp, a, a crisp five dollar bill, and then you get slammed in the gut by a huge salmon that just shoots right out of the vending machine. <laughs> and also, quite a bit of water. And also a fair amount of water. I, I mean, mean sure, it's has to work using a vending machine. The second thing I've written down. In my notebook, it's mystery vending machines. You know those mystery vending machines that give you old sodas? Yes, I know of at least one of those. Yeah. The third thing I've written down is uh, the MCU, as in the concept of a (laughs) cinematic vending machine universe. I think you should have a mystery (laughs) item vending machine that gives you something. It can be anything from a a live salmon (laughs) to a... a, uh, like box of fucking uh, 
What's it called? Surge from 1996. I really like this. So it sounds like our main idea for vending machines is they should have more variety. I That's my thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm really into the idea of randomization. Can we gamify it a little bit, though? Loot Could boxes? We... Loot boxes? I'm thinking more of just straight-up gambling. And I'm not thinking... <laughs> so loot boxes. I was thinking of like yes, adding the, an interface where you have to dance, dance, revolution, dance your way into the right, <laughs> right number and also beat... Beat a level to improve the odds of getting the item you want. Well, hear me out with this one. No more money. No more no. like because the coins, the coins are shaming. Like if you try and put a any kind of bill amount into a vending machine, it rejects it. I think that's ridiculous. All the vending I machines think, I use use card interfaces. That's well, yeah, that's fair. But even that is like, who wants to carry around? Yeah, it's it's no, also like crazy. it's awkward. And they're so slow, and they always speak out loud. I feel like we can can improve that. What if it's both random and you have to supply your your stakes yourself? So if you're going to get something from the vending machine, you got to give something to the vending machine. You got (laughs) to put it all on salmon and hope that it pays out big time. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Then whatever you give is cycled into the vending machine for the next. Exactly. I like this idea. This is fantastic. I think we should add the element that's most disturbing about the card stuff in Norway. Is that sometimes the machine will speak to you when you put in your card. It'll say to you in Norwegian, please wait for authorization. I think this should be an element. From whom? The bank for your card. But I think in this... (laughs) Yeah. But in this case, it should be a mysterious algorithm that decides the, the odds of what you're putting in, the stakes of what you're gambling if you like put your first, whether you put your firstborn or just a pack of uh, pack of cigarettes or uh, you know half uh, half a seagull you found in the street, you know, yeah, I like it. I like All it. All right, vending machines. I think we, we fixed, fixed them. I think we did good. Yeah, <clears throat> I basically lived on vending machines back yeah. in first year university. God, you two, you two. This I'm not going to edit this part out. So you two just talk for a while. I think I'll get myself a soda. I'll be right back. Cool. I actually have something to fill this time. Did you know there's a new homophobic dinosaur movie? What? I mean, they're making another Jurassic World. What did I say? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't worry. I am well aware of all the happenings <laughs> in the Jurassic World franchise, my friend. I saw the trailer <laughs> earlier today, but I have seen the other trailers months ago. Ooh, Jeff Goldblum's in this one. Hell yeah! And also all of the original cast, except for the lawyer and the children and the and Hammond. But I mean, oh, Alan really? Grant and the other one, Ellie, are back. Well, if it's got Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum was in the second one. He wasn't in the first one. No, he was not in the first Jurassic World. I mean, he was in the second oh. Jurassic World. Oh yeah, okay. He was like, I'll, he I'll went watch to, with Jeff Goldblum. In he went to thing. talk in front of Congress and tell them we should let the dinosaurs get blown up by a volcano. <laughs> Classic Jeff. Yeah, that is Hello. what he was always saying in the original Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park Three. He was always saying, <laughs> "That's the first sentence I heard when I put on my headphones." <laughs> we should put the vol- We should put a volcano on Isla Nublar in order to kill all the dinosaurs. Crisp. That was surprisingly crisp, yeah. I don't remember which one Isla Nublar is. I think we should get sponsored by Guarana Antarctica. Oh, Isla Nublar was the original one, I think. Oh, that's good. 
That's good soda. Anyways, all right. There's like so what are we? Uh, Thirty Islas in the in the Jurassic Park franchise. I think they should uh, put the new Jurassic Park at the island called Dunna, which is by where I live. The island looks like a man man's head. And there's legend that it is the head of the man called Dunamine, a troll whose head got cut off in a legend about how all the mountains in the region I'm from got put where they are. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry, so I'm on a, the Jurassic Park wiki reading about the islands. No. Oh, yeah. This, if so, you're interested in like weird like people anthropomorphizing their surroundings, they made the mountains into people and in one case a hat that's a laurie anderson song <laughs> that's well, a laurie anderson song hang on hang on laurie well, anderson, uh, stories from the nerve story yeah stories from the nerve bible okay in the laurie anderson concert series stories from the nerve bible it is the one about Oh, which one is it? Never mind. But what you said is a thing. Now I want to watch Jurassic Park 3 again. So what's our main thing for this episode? Uh, dreams. Oh, yeah, we're doing dreams. Dreams. Now, we should explain that we do have a little bit of a, a, a bit of a hurdle to get over here with regard to the dreams, considering that... Uh, Jake, considering wanna... what? I'm, what I'm are we considering, Dallas? I'm considering the fact that only two out of three of your hosts do dream. <laughs> I dream infrequently. I dream mostly just in the normal, like, weird bullshit most people have that they forget before they wake up. And then I sometimes have these incredibly vivid dreams oh, just before I wake up. I just recently was going through old notes and I found a record of some dreams that I've had. Oh, do tell. Well, here we go. Where? Here we go. Okay. Uh, this was, um, I think this was April 12th, 2016, or perhaps December 4th. I'm not sure. And the notes... All it says is Swedish insurgents blow up the central library. Top of library is a spaceship? Question mark. What I was library? stabbed while walking home by a Swedish captain. Also Italy in the 1380s. Maybe. Jump what do you in? have against the Swedes? Never mind. That I was a silly I don't know. question. Here's they the thing. stabbed me in my there dream. There's a normal amount of things against the Swedes because they are an evil people. Yeah, that is true. Sorry if we have any Swedish listeners. I'm not sorry. Oh. Here's another good one. We're going to Playing take volleyball. Jemplan and Haridarn from you, you no. imperialist swines. If this <laughs> if this podcast starts a second Great Northern War, then we have succeeded. That's yeah. actually probably true, huh? <laughs> it will be a great thing for me personally. Um, Give gotta, back Jemplan <laughs> and Haridarn. I got another good dream here. If you're interested, yeah. please. Yeah. But, Playing volleyball on a sandbar with no land in sight. Attendees. Josh. Demons. <laughs> Josh okay. is a friend of mine in high school. That's fantastic. I um I don't dream very often. I had a dream the other day that I remembered. It was strange. Most of my dreams involve zombies. 
Um, I, I stopped dreaming when my uh, recurring childhood nightmare ended some like 15 years ago. In room, everything's on fire. Need to find fire. Very brief. Fire is hiding. Bedrom? Hmm. <laughs> what is Bedrom? I think it's bedroom, but written very quickly. I, th- I have this, one of the most incredibly vivid dreams I've ever had was uh, the t- when me and Talis, we were going to the same school. That was a wild dream. I dreamt uh, that me and Talis were going to were, went to dinner at our teacher uh, Stieg's place, but the house was like a it was the house was like a set for a sitcom. It had no outer walls. <laughs> I didn't know, about, or maybe if you told me about this, I had forgotten. But this is excellent. And then uh, during the over the course of this dinner, as we were getting ready to eat, we were attacked by ninjas. That sounds about right. And we had to fend them off and run to the pier to get in the boat to row away. Um, <laughs> that actually sounds very feasible considering that school. Like that was that's not that wild. Yeah, I know. Um, but I think the pier was also the pier that is at my cabin or was at my cabin before the ice flow one spring a couple of years ago tore it away into the in, into the ocean. Okay, that's a little... Now it's getting up there. The three dreams I remember most vividly are... No, I'm not I'm quite done yet. <laughs> okay, go on. The, the most thing I most remember is I while we were running to the boat, I knocked Talis almost over and he lost his notebooks and tote bag into the ocean. Oh my god. And he got so angry at me and made me jump into the ocean to swim and get it for him. That's literally the... I, okay, your dream version of me is correct. I would be livid. My tote? You're going after my toad? Uh, by by accident. And you, last time I told you about this dream, said, oh my god, I would never be angry at you for knocking my notebooks into the water. <laughs> so, Are you sure I said that? That doesn't sound yeah, like me. I'm very sure you said that. Okay. Well, I guess it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, and I did jump into the ocean during a ninja attack yeah. to get them for you. Yeah, that's, that's very kind. Anyway, Man, sorry, yeah, your, three, your, your three dreams, uh, Jacob. The three dreams I remember most vividly are my reoccurring childhood nightmare where I was seated on the couch with my father and then the animated shadow of a giant from a book named Abiyoyo would come and eat me. Or rather, my dad would prod me until I went up to go poke it and then it would eat me. Um the dream I had where I played arcade games on a farm while zombies attacked us and a dream my friend Lucas told me about in elementary school. And that one's not even my dream. And those are the three dreams I remember most. I had a recurring dream where I, where, where the dream was basically Pokemon, but more violent. Okay. Now, wasn't there that uh, video game that came out that was Pokemon, but also just Gun? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pokemon what? crafting, Pokemon crafting, and Gun. <laughs> what? I'm gonna send it to you, Jacob. Please. No, send it in the uh, send it in the in the Discord so I can look at it because I I have to see this again. Do you know there's a Wikipedia page for the etymology of Yamplant? I did not. What is it? Well. How and where the Yemps got their name is unknown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pulsa. Uh, we got. Wait, no one knows we have Pulsa? one possible explanation in the work Heimskringla from the 13th century. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. 
Ketelyanti, son of Earl Onund of Sparbu in Trondelag, went east over the keel, together with a great many others, taking along their livestock. They cleared the forest and cultivated a large district. Later, this was called Yamtaland. Ah. That tracks. All right, back to dreams. Yeah, um, so Pokemon with more, with more violent was one for me. It was a big one. Uh, Don't forget the like, orange people. That was a waking like daydream fantasy dreamscape. Um, I, think, I think all I dreams forgot. have gritty in them. <laughs> that's a good take. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good take. Uh, no, yeah. I think we should separate like sleeping dreams and my like my very intentional daydreams about hunting and killing people who are made of oranges. Oh yes, that was powerful. I forgot about that. Now were they gritty? Because if they were gritty, that would mean some. No, they were just imagine like an an orange shaped like a Persian person with with wood bones. We we don't need to. I I remember. I recall. Yeah, let's not go back there to that dark place. Uh, One recent dream I had was my entire greater social circle in Badigan got into a shootout in divided into two sides and I won last oh last my god <laughs> oh my god you see I never win the dreams where I'm in shootouts I'm looking at the trailer for this Pokemon oh, with guns good. game I cannot yeah. believe guns <laughs> oh my god these are just guns <laughs> they're just guns they're just Pokemon but with guns and labor what it's called fuck? it's called pal world. Ah, there's a bazooka? <laughs> yeah, it's got guns. There's an assembly line where the Pokemon are making guns? Yeah, it's it's a survival Pokemon knockoff crafter with guns. It's like Rust, but with Pokemon. And like and savory, gun- apparently. Ah! I just saw one of the people in this trailer put an electric Palamon on their fishing line and throw it in the water to electrocute all the Pokemon and kill them. Yeah, it's uh, completely wild that this exists. Uh, I think we should do like a let's play on this game. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm checking Steam right now. It says 2022 release. Oh no. Well, that We're in me- 2022, Talus. Yeah, but... Summer activity. Yeah. We're a month and a half into 2022. It could be out. We're, it's not 2022 until Pal World comes out. And the I, fucking, the fucking, Pokemon is forced labor. The assembly line, the fucking Pokemon gun assembly line where they like have a tear emoji on their eye is so fucking dystopian. Oh it it's looks insane. so sad. I what the fuck is going on? The spaceship? I'm looking at the Steam page and one of the promotional pictures has a spaceship. There's, okay, I need you to watch the second trailer because there's like a little grass dude who has an Uzi. Oh, I um, see it. It's in the Steam images, that I'm, picture. I, I'm watching the second trailer. You know, fucking Pal World Let's Play uh, on our future YouTube channel, uh, summer 2022, <laughs> confirmed. Oh my god. It's like the, on the Steam page, there's this nightmarish picture of like some kind of dungeon where these two big dudes are locked down. This is, what the fuck is this? Scroll down a little and their first promotional gif in the about this game oh section features god. a monster eating a small cute penguin. Oh Just my hold. god. Fucking, it's you wild You may even to need to consume pals sometimes? Excuse me? Pal, come on. It's, it's, 
they look so sad while they're crafting weapons. I, this yeah. seems like a game I would not enjoy because I don't really enjoy survival or crafting games, but I mean oh my God. this seems this doesn't seem should, like a game I'd enjoy oh, for more holy, moral holy reasons. Holy shit, the second trailer has like a dungeon where they're like, yeah, doing like evil like organ transplant yeah. surgery. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I All think right, good should... discussion of dreams we have going, everyone. Well, this feels like a fever dream watching these trailers. So I yeah, think it... I think I think we're we're good on that front. I think okay, we should if we, if we do something in this game for whatever reason, we should like do a people's revolution to help the Palimon escape their forced labor. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to come out with a like proletariat revolution update. Proletariat. Oh yeah, my. We, we can God. do a rise of the proletariat. Uh, rise of the t- rise of the proletariat. Fucking uh, oh God! Oh. I just got to the bit with a weird medical dungeon. <laughs> oh my God! Now it's Resident Evil. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm gonna dream about this tonight. No, I. They're won't. literally poke like they're they're these pals dying at the workstations. Why? Who made this? Oh my god, did you see the thing where a, a human person smacks on a big chicken and a huge egg comes out and it fucking explodes? <laughs> no, no. I'm getting to it. Okay, I'm, do- I'm going to the Steam page while I'm thinking about dreams. Everyone, while you listen okay, to us okay. talk about Pal World, think about dreams. Good, uh, good segue here with the Pal World. How can we fix dreams, though? I think we should put more forced Pokemon labor into the dreams. I think, I think in general we should do less as a species of that. <laughs> why is yeah? Why is there a rocket ship launch? I have no idea what's going Steve on. Page. Okay, we got to fix these dreams. We've we've been held captive by them too long. How do we fix them? I think yeah, less stress dreams about. Like my, I had like a horrible nightmare once of of like trying to get a pug to a veterinarian after like a hit and run. Less of that, please. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think we should do new dreams. I think we should do like dreams should be like fucking the metaverse, but like good. Okay, never mind. You're going so far away from what I thought. No, I like this. Do you no, mean I, everyone I... has a shared dreamingscape? Yes, shared oh, dreamscape. I'm... Okay. Okay, I wish you didn't call it the metaverse, but I am kind of excited about the idea of a dream MMO. The Somniverse. Yeah, here's the thing. That that was just to use use a simile to get you to understand the scope of this idea. I just wish it was a different simile. I know, but what better? Like, I get it. Like VR chat or whatever? That's, like, too small, maybe. Uh. (laughs) Hear me out. World of Warcraft. But it's... You're dreaming. Yeah, we're all I dreaming. Gotta go to, I have to go get a healthy night's sleep. I gotta go grind my dream MMO. Yeah, but then suddenly you'll be naked because you're dreaming. It's still a dream, right? But now people can see your exp- embarrassing dreams. Okay. So That's pros and cons. But that's mean every like stress dream or nightmare becomes like an instant, like daily, ever-changing dungeon boss raid. Okay. That's now I do I am actually interested in that because that opens up the possibility of being able to fight the big smoke dragon that t- told me terrible truths on I the I mean deck you will be able to fight it yourself. You become an NPC that will be saved by a group of players who have to grind for their dreamscape. Why why do you become the NPC? Well, if in your dream you'll be powerless until you're shaken from the dream by the other players. Like nightmares will destruct their dreamscape. 
Did we just make the Matrix? The yes. Dream Tricks. The Dream Tricks. Oh, man. Episode title right there. Yeah, I support this idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think we should put uh, cryptocurrency in the Dream Tricks. Oh, my God. We're one step away from uh, your dreams becoming NFTs, and I hate that so much. You mean your dreams aren't NFTs yet? You need to mint them. I'm not minting my dreams. <laughs> my dreams are are plenty fresh without being minty. <laughs> that was funny. Thank you. Um, I like this idea this is, because then I could this is somehow, go into dreams. We've come up with a more dystopian idea than Paul World. Pal World? I guess it is probably Pal World, isn't it? You mean the Pokemon knockoff, or do you mean a world where everyone is Paul? I, I mean the world where everyone's... Same thing, actually. They didn't say it in the trailers, but all those Pokemon are named Paul. Mm. That's so, my grandfather's name. This is a just a purely dystopian episode. We went from this forced labor survival crafting <laughs> video game with with guns to you should make NFTs out of your subconscious. That's I mean, the most Jungian thing anyone's ever said. If we drop the NFT part, it's actually pretty good, I think. If you drop the NFT part, it's just have dreams. With shared dreams. <laughs> like shared dreams. Okay, shared dreams. I mean, We're all having one dream. I mean, that's like what the universe is. Oh, oh no, I'm zeroing out the world. Can there be different... Um, well, now we're getting non-dualist with it. Can there be different servers? No. Oh, your dream ping is too high. <laughs> you got to go join the different dream server. Yeah. I, I, I want to have like a dream where like I have to save like a guy from Myanmar from his like nightmare about a cow. Why? Oh, I do like the yeah. idea of being able to go into people's nightmares and stop them. Yeah. That's fun. That's, That's fun. Like, like the, main the opposite of that horror movie. Also, look in, look in the Suncaster chat. Unleaded. What am I looking at? Oh my god, the redungeoning. Hell yeah. Dream Tricks, Pal World, the redungeoning. The redungeoning is the fact that dungeons will be nightmares that will be recurring every night. Now, people. that seems like a downside. I do like, ways. though, if we made dreams more like roguelikes, where every dream you Ooh. get put into the same dungeon and you have to fight your way out or in or something I like, like that. that. I like that a lot, actually, because I've had a lot of recurring dreams. And, and so I think a dream roguelike makes a lot of sense. And yeah, however be... good you do in the dream, that gives you more bonuses for your next dream. I'm really, really a into sort that. Of, a sort of hotline Miami, but when you die, you wake up and then you fall asleep and you go play again. I don't if you know die in the dream, Miami, is it a roguelike? You do the dream again. It's I mean, kind I know of, of it. It's kind of a hot... It's, it's kind of a roguelike, but it's just a very good video game. If you like shooting people in video games and also pixel art and, like, vibes, play that video game. I fucking hate vibes. Well, well I'm fucking sorry, man. I'm not the fucking vibe police, bro. <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I actually hate vibes. Fuck you. <laughs> now, I, I am interested in the idea of, like, I think it's been played out. I can see the moon. It's Vibes really save my life, I just look bro. Up and I saw the moon. Well, how can you see the life. moon? It's 5 p.m. I can see the moon from right here. I'm going to send you a picture of the moon. Ooh, can I see the moon? No, it's not above my house right now. 
But I'm it's dark outside. When I do not see the moon. It's been blue sky. The weather has been insane the last few days, by the way. It was In raining Norway? all last week and all this week. Then it was snowing on Thursday and Friday, and then it rained all yesterday and today. Okay, so what okay, if we and- made the entire shared dream verse into a roguelike? I'm really into that, actually. Everyone and, and goes into the same that's... dungeon. That whole you die in the dream, you die in real life thing has been played out so much. How about, I'm really interested in you die in the dream. Yeah, everyone dies in the dream. Now you go back with like a new piece of loot or a little extra lore stuff. Now you get to use how, the, 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 the stompies from Destiny for some reason. How about this idea? Ooh, I do like the idea of stompus in, in you the, die. The dream. You die in real life. You die in the dream. Well, yeah. I think that that's just true. Actually, I think yeah, that that's just. Do you know? Have you ever died in a dream? How horrifying would it be to like, be in someone's nightmare and then they die, and the nightmare just dissolves around you? Expe- I am XP ungained. You die in real life. You don't die in the dream. You're just in there now. That's just Wheel of Time wolves. Oh, oh new shit! Idea that for is the, Wheel of Time wolves. New idea for the <laughs> for the dream twins. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, no I think idea for just... the dream tricks. I think there should be servers, and they're hosted in people's minds in their dreams. And if the server host dies, everyone in the dream dies. Oh fuck, that's inside. I think you just kind of made uh, Teleron Riyud from Wheel of Time. I think you did. Sorry, I was just you did do that. I've never heard it said in a Norwegian accent. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm into it. I think it's very appropriate. But it just took me aback for a hot sec. It's a dream world from a shared. It's a shared dream world in a fantasy series. Tell us what is your dream idea? My dream idea? I like this roguelike idea. I forgot that. Okay, but you have to come up with one too. It's the law. Yeah, yeah. Jacob had the whole if people are servers and if they die, you die thing. Like that's kind of cool. Well, I also had the roguelike idea. Yeah, also that I had like the I was like Zucky boy with with the. VR goggles of dreaming. And then With you the have to be... dream. Yeah. I think there should be a creative mode. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's just lucid dreaming. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Lucid. So if you realize that you're dreaming, you just Government policy where we make everyone lucid dream. Well, no, I think you should lucid dream if you want to, but then you can take what you've lucidly dreamt, if you will, and will. add it to sort of a, like, put it up on the on the marketplace and like, oh, I'm going to download this guy's dream. Oh, like tailor made, like dreams, I'm dream load. This dude's dream. How? Yeah. That's, mm, that's spicy. That'd be fun. I wonder what like my subconscious dreams would be for people to be in. I'm very curious. Actually. How many, how, how much of a porn subculture like the internet would there be on this game? Oh, God. Oh, fuck. So <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Fucking strip. Oh, no. Oh, like, no. Oh, dreamscape no, no. rogue light. Oh, no. Swingers to light. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I oh, like this. No. Oh, my God. No, I didn't consider this. I'm a fan. The fact, the fact that you came up with that rhyme instantly is impressive and practicing. disturbing <laughs> i i like rhyming yeah
Yeah. <laughs> what was her pause there? <laughs> well, we were just digesting well, the idea. I feel like we haven't really fixed dreams. I'm worried. No, I think this would improve dreams if we did this. We should implement, like, the... I don't fucking know. So, kind of, like, psychedelic drug therapy slash eugenics thing to make this a reality what? for all humans. What? If you have to bring in humans to why, why did you do... Okay, I was barely with you when you started saying, like, psychotropic drugs for I all humanity. I was with you for that. I have yeah, no I was, con- I was with you, but barely. And then, why does eugenics help? I have no concept of how humans could achieve, like, a shared hive mind dream. No. I don't, but I don't I assume know if eugenics would be part of it. it. I don't know if that would help. I feel like we've just... You're writing Doom, this the sequel to Dune. <laughs> I think... <laughs> That's that's the episode title. Dream. <laughs> no, uh, wait, are are you? Yeah, there's worms in the dreams. Okay, but that's near nearly a worm does not a dune make. Yeah, it does. Anything with worms in it. Okay, that's actually, a dune. no, you're right. It but does. This dream, you could like that. have a have like a a weird like sex dream with a thousand polytreides on a worm. You mean every night? Yeah. No, I, I do like the idea that we would have to form a hive mind, and I'm curious to think of how we could do that. Well, you'd have to do the singularity, I think. That's the most uh, accomplishable hive mind avenue. That's probably. True. I think we should do like uh, uh, just we should do we should just do shrooms until we like all share dreams. That does. I seem don't know easy. if that would work. Might work. Like, have we even tried though? Yeah, have we tried having every single person do shrooms every second day for like ten years? We have haven't you, tried it. Have I? Have you done shrooms? Yes. Okay, no. good. Me too. Palace. <laughs> no. Next time we record, enjoy oh, the no. club, baby. <laughs> Next time we record, we'll be a hive mind. It'll just be one person speaking <laughs> <laughs> with three voices. With three voices in complete and perfect unison. Let's uh, let's say something in unison to practice. Okay. But yeah. we can't say what it is first. No, no, we have to think of it together. We also can't count down. That's cheating. No. <laughs> <laughs> James. Jacob. I don't want to do mushroom. Sega. Jacob. Vetla. Okay, now it's slam poetry. We have to get out of this. <laughs> yeah. We can put slam poetry in dreams. Slam poetry is already in my dreams, so I don't know what you're talking about. My dreams are basically a Call of Duty Modern Warfare deathmatch constantly. <laughs> Against Just the people, orange. People. people saying slurs at you? No, I always played local with my friends and family. I think maybe we should. New idea for dreams. What if we did them during the day? Okay. Like my orange dream. And at night we just hang out? A daydream. A daydream? Interesting. There's a word for that. Yeah. Daydream. I just coined it. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a piece of, it's a big thing of paper that you use. A dray. I prefer daydream. One time I was trying to think of a word for what it it's... would be if you combined breakfast and lunch. And I thought of breakfunch. I do like breakfunch. Breakfunch is great. And then I remembered the word brunch. And then a couple months later, I did it again. That's that's fantastic, Jacob. That's like the best thing I've heard all week. Also, a dreyream 
a daydream is if you daydream about a trireme. Ooh, I always have daydreams about triremes. Yeah, so you daydream all the time. I'm constantly daydreaming. I hope that doesn't mean anything specific and sexual. <laughs> that's daydreaming. And that's oh, entirely no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I think we pretty much fixed dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Let's team up with new dreams. We fixed this, dreams, this but is we official, This is official, uh, like, 10 second coming policy. Do shrooms every day to achieve the hive mind. Everyone okay, who listens to this podcast. That's the takeaway from this episode. Yes. Do psychedelic drugs. Become hippies. Hippies, okay. but, like, cool. So we've got two takeaways from this episode, which is that we should we should just put whatever in vending machines without money. Just everyone should start putting stuff in there and then also do mushrooms. Yeah. That's the oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What? What if we put the mushrooms into the vending machines? Yeah. I mean, mystery vending machine. Will you get dinner or will you get drugs? Hive mind. You get hive mind or lettuce today. <laughs> or perfectly cooked salmon, Norwegian, parentheses. Or like in- a pencil sharpener. Do you know it's- Japan in Italian is yepon? But like, That's what it is in a lot of languages. Like, uh, like that. Like I've lost the plot. <laughs> I feel like there's a moment in this podcast, roughly about 15 minutes in, where I start to feel just like, like I'm sliding down a big slippery hill and like I try and claw my way back up a little bit, but it just... Just keep on sliding back down. That's what I love about this. It's just it's my chance. Like I get like every now and then, like twice a month, approximately when we run on time, to just go unhinged completely and yeah. unfiltered, and just let loose, baby. This is the yeah. most hinged I get. I'm covered oh, no. in all my joints. <laughs> I have when I do this. I have. I, I'm only a single line because I'm so unhinged. Oh, that's a, a solid good idea. Mass. Good idea for next episode. New what? places to put joints. Oh yes, yes. That's the Ooh. next episode. Okay, What's the workshop? Really What's the workshop? Actually, no, let's let's do let's let's try <laughs> for user interfacing. I'm going to nag everyone I know to give me good ideas for the workshop. You guys do the same. Okay, uh, cool. But, and also, if you listen to this podcast, please like send us a message or an email. Um, I'm not on Twitter this month, so don't contact me. But I'm... so wait, you can't just say send send us a message. Let us know if you're there. Also, don't talk to me on Twitter. I will not exist there. <laughs> well, you I can, can you can you can talk to me on Twitter. I just won't see it until March. You can DM <laughs> okay. me on Twitter. I'm uh, at uh, Anderson Cooper CNN. <laughs> you could also just, yeah, <laughs> I forgot that is your ad. That's fucking fantastic. But you could also just send us a message at. A fuck his at is just Anderson Cooper. At eighth <laughs> That's day pod at on Twitter. Or you can send us an email on at eighth day pod at gmail.com, but the eighth is an, the letter eight and then TH. I've already forgotten how to spell it, and I'm on here. I'll put it in the description of this episode. So if you're using a, if you haven't illegally downloaded for some reason a podcast that is free, um, then you can. You can um, I encourage everyone to illegally download this podcast. I don't even know what that means or how one would accomplish it. <laughs> I want everyone to torrent this podcast. 
if you DM me, I will uh, on on Twitter, and I see it in March. I will send you the raw file for the, for this podcast. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the behind the scenes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I, I I haven't found anything except a couple of like talking over each other moments that I think we should edit out of this podcast so far. You just get a worse version of the podcast. Yeah, slightly more like Jackie. Yeah. Oh, I think we're at an hour now. Hold so, on. All right. Oh. Good. Yep. Ten no, more wait. seconds. Someone say something to fill eight more seconds. Fuck. <laughs> that Anderson, filled like one second. Anderson Cooper's CNN is too long for a Twitter handle. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. That doesn't seem I'm that long. I'm just gonna take out unnecessary vowels. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone DM me at Anderson Cooper, spelled A-N-D-R-S-N, Cooper, C-N-N. Did you just make this Twitter? Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, you should follow 8thDayPod on Twitter.com for knowing when episodes come out. I am marking myself as interested in every gaming topic. <laughs> PlayStation 5, video games, Animal Crossing, Fortnite, FaZe Clan, uh, Rocket League, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Oh, I bet Anderson Cooper plays when are Rocket we, League. When are we doing our last run of the entire Halos franchise? Ooh, I'm down. Hopefully soon. Yeah, nice. Wait, our what? Our lasso run. I don't know actually what that means. Yeah, That's me the neither. hardest possible way to play Halo. Okay, you realize I've never Freddy. played Halo in my life, right? Oh, Halo! It's one of the gaming topics. Hey, nice. Uh, no, Lasso is is. It, we should probably like get you, like get your feet wet before you throw into the difficult, hardest difficulty. My feet are always. I gotta wet. do it. Oh, oh but, no! Well, that's good to know. Um, for me to keep a three meter distance when we meet physically. Um, <laughs> No, I won't. I'll be huffing. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I am what are you in a space. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, we need to end this thing immediately. Okay, only if so you play last new, with... We're doing new places for joints next episode? Yeah, yes. and we'll, find, we'll figure out the workshop. It'll be a surprise. I like yeah. it. DM everyone but me on Twitter. Following the 8th Day Podcast account. Oh, sweet. With my, oh, Anderson I can Cooper. I can check I can check Twitter on the eighth day because it's only in my personal Twitter that's offline. <laughs> oh no, a loophole! All right, no. Oh, that's no, the end wait, of the then. episode, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Bye. How did we end the episode? We have to kiss the all the audience and tell them we love them, and we also have to like tell them to never not not stop not stop not gaming. Love you. Love, love you. I love you. Love you. Never forget. Not stop gaming.